It is the Wave 97.9 WHAV. And we have on the line with us Carrie Perry, who is the new CEO of Community Action in Haverhill. And, uh, Carrie, good morning to you. Thanks for joining us today. Good morning, Wayne. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, my, my pleasure to have you. Before we get too far, I'm, I'm curious. I always spelled Carrie with a, with a Y, but you're a K-E-R-R-I. Is that right? Yeah, I am. I am. Yeah, it's, it's with an I. I think my my dad was being clever uh, while my mom was in the hospital. So, um, and and as my husband likes to say, it definitely doesn't rhyme if it has you know a different letter at the end. So it keeps us keeps us sane. <laughs> well, you, with your father trying to be clever, how'd that work out for him? <laughs> Worked out beautifully. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good. Now, yeah, it's um, it, it's got to be um, a little. Uh, I'm thinking a little strange. Uh, you, uh, I have uh, taken over the seat that John Cuneo had for about 150 years, and how's that? It's uh, you know what he 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 left he left Community Action in in a in a really strong position. John was here. He was here for more than 34 years, but he was at the helm for 34 and um, really worked hard, as everyone in this community knows. He worked tirelessly to make sure. Community action and the community members that we serve are in a better position than when he started, and he he really did uh, quite a job for us and for the community. Well, that's uh, that's great, and and hopefully, uh, I, hopefully he's uh, you know retired and and uh, off where the palm trees blow and all that stuff, right? But that's my wish for him is, is that he rests, and it's a well deserved break for him. So I don't know if, if John Cuneo is capable of of not working, but I hope that he's at home. Um, enjoying his time with his family. Well, the uh, the story that we ran, uh, you know, that uh, mentioned that you were the the new CEO and uh, talked about uh, a lot of his, uh, gosh, a lot of his accomplishments over the years, and and he did a uh, he did a tremendous amount for the Haverhill area. It's it's remarkable, and he did it quietly and humbly, and in and, uh, and really really made some changes here that um, that will that are you know long lasting, really really strengthening the community and and uh, and it you know directly serving the mission of community action to to really strengthen the community in which we serve. So he uh, he lived it, and I'm sure he still is. Oh yeah. Now, did he leave you a note like they do when they when the presidents uh, change office? He, he, I don't know. I haven't, I haven't been, I haven't been able to move my office. It's been so busy here. So when I get into that office at some point, I'm going to look through the desks. He probably did. <laughs> yeah, that's that's right. Now, uh, now, what were you doing at, at Community Action prior to your new position? So about six years ago, I joined Community Action as the director of planning and development. So I worked very closely with John and um, and his leadership team in human resources and fiscal to um, to do agency planning, to take a look at our programming, to take a look at our, our, um, our grants and our foundation um, funding coming in, and to try to expand um, additional funding, but also um, expand programming to serve the needs of the community. We do community assessments, you know, pretty regularly, and we're able to see um, firsthand from community members what they believe the needs are and what the priorities are. So, um, you know, the the point of the community assessment is to be, be able to respond to that community need and um, and and have a, a, enable community members to access services they otherwise couldn't. 
now over the the last oh gosh over the last few months i'm sure everything has uh, been turned upside down but uh prior to that uh did you see the needs changing at all you know it's a really great question um we did our last community need in 2016 2015 2016 and then we did the the following one right before the world shut down in march and the, the community need was clearly housing, affordable housing, and um, that need hasn't changed, and it hasn't changed in quite some time. So um, we really need to, to dig into that. That's, a, that's an entrenched one. That's a tough one to solve, but there's a lot of great, um, great um, offices, organizations, and agencies in Haverhill really digging into this one and pulling up their shades and, and doing it together, and, and that's the way we're going we're gonna to see the needle move a little bit on, um, on that issue. Yeah, it's uh, going to be difficult. You know, how do you get um, how do you get more housing for uh, for people in need who can't uh, afford the the uh, the market rate? Well, that's exactly the issue. I mean, there's, there's only so much space in, in in our communities. You know, we serve from Haverhill out to the seacoast, and um, and they're you know, especially in a, in a city like Newburyport, there just isn't the space to build. But you know, with 40B, when developers come in, communities can say to them, you know, a certain percentage of the units that you are putting on the market need to be set aside for affordable housing. But, you know, if that sort of begs the question is, what is affordable housing? You know, is $1,500 a month affordable when, when you look at someone making minimum wage? So you really have to, you know, take more into consideration than just the price of the, the, price of the unit. It's uh, it's it's some calculus that that that'll make your eyes cross. Let me tell you. I, I imagine it would. I, my my wife for many years uh, worked at uh, one of the area uh, housing authorities, and, and that it seemed, although she never really explained it to me, but it, it seemed like that was uh, easier to to figure out. Uh, because it was a percentage of what you got for an income, and and, and that was the the base for your monthly rent. Right, it is yes, um, but a lot of people won't qualify for that, and the wait list is just simply you know too long. You know when you've got a five year wait list to access housing, that generally is not a great solution for families. So we really need to get more short term solutions and. And the administration in Haverhill and, and, like I said, agencies and organizations are all working towards that same goal. You know, everyone's got to have their oars in the Merrimack paddling in the same direction here, and that's the way we're going to get things done. Hey, we just had a story about the Merrimack River. <laughs> I'm staring at it right now through my window. How about that? Hey, we had, uh, and, and we'll have uh, her on again uh, fairly soon, Patty Sargent, right? Yep. Yep. And uh she's uh, talking about the uh the I guess it's the rolling enrollment for the Head Start program. Yeah, so one of our cornerstone programs here at Community Action is our Head Start and Early Head Start programming. Um and we uh we serve children um up until the age of 5. We you know a real strong kindergarten readiness program that also has a nutrition component, a social component, you know, we we understand that the need in 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 and value of play, um, and there's there's slots open right now. Uh, we have options for both virtual and and um, and in-person learning, um, and it's it's a real important step to to you know prior to kindergarten. So um, so we encourage people to call. And I know that there's some concerns right now with health and safety for their children. So you know we can answer questions. We can provide you know a tour of the building, and um, and we can really you know, introduce children and families to our program for the first time. 
Well, that would be great to uh, yeah. It's great that you can help out uh, families with uh, with youngsters like that. Another uh, big uh, program that you have is uh, fuel and and energy. And you know today's well, it's cold if you're outside, but uh, it's not as cold as it, as it will be later on. And and how's the uh, the fuel assistance program uh, going along this year? It's it's going along, yeah. We have a we have a a real strong team in our energy department, um, and they are you know fielding many 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 phone calls each day. So when people call in, all I ask of them is to be patient with my team. They are they are responding to people as soon as they can. Um, when applications go out, they are processed very quickly. Um, we have, as you might imagine, there's a lot of people accessing services, um, not just energy, but, but you know, many community action services for the first time. We have a lot of families who have never accessed services before, but because of the pandemic, because of the economic situation that they found themselves in, they're calling us for the first time. So, so we really are seeing a surge in, um, in new clients. So when people call in, um, just just be patient. You will get a call back, and um, you know they're going to ask for a certain amount of documents, and it's going to be spelled out very clearly. But the energy program is really a, a critical need in our community, especially for many of our elderly clients. So it's it's a lifeline. Uh, we're talking with Carrie Perry. She's the new CEO of Community Action in uh, Haverhill, and uh, the website Community Action Inc. And uh, talking about critical things, food and clothing, and and um, I think uh, last week we we ran a story about uh, food uh, available at the farmers market. I think is that uh, through your organization over at Northern Essex? Um, that is not through us, but we are working with a team of people uh, led by the United Way, um, who developed the One Haverhill Fund, and we are um, working together to create system changes around food access in Haverhill in this region. Um, the food pantries simply can't keep up with the need of community members. And as you might imagine, the food source for the pantries are the food banks, and they simply don't have the dock space to, you know, for, for trucks to access food. So, so the, the food insecurity has been exacerbated by, um, by COVID, and I don't see that need subsiding for quite a while. So, um, so we're trying to we're trying to puzzle through that as as a community. Yeah, it's it's going to be a, a, a that's got to be a very very difficult one. We've had a lot of uh, food pantries on the radio yeah. talking about that, and uh, I don't know what you do that they they run out of food. Well, uh, we had John uh, John Demore actually from uh, uh, Oh Joe Demore. Joe Demore, yeah. Yeah. And, and the the way that he the numbers he was describing is the the food banks are going through like five times the number of uh, people that they would normally go through. Exactly. And when you have to deal with social distancing and when you have to keep people safe, um, a drive-up situation is obviously ideal. And I think only one food pantry in Haverhill has that, has that access point. So, um, so that's been tricky, too. Volunteers um, are nervous to volunteer. Some of them are sick, so the volunteer numbers are lower. So it's been... It's been a real problem and a real a real crisis point for many families in Haverhill. Um, but like I said, you know, the strength is in the community. So by working together, you know, when you bring Emmaus and Community Action and the city of Haverhill and, and the food pantries together, that's when things happen quickly and solutions are developed. So um, so keeping our shades pulled up and, and reaching out to our community partners is the way forward right now. 
All right. Well, uh, Carrie, is there anybody that uh, people could perhaps uh, volunteer to uh, to help you out at all? Yeah, I mean, if they if they call our um, if they call nine seven eight three seven three one nine seven one, we can we can certainly speak to them about those opportunities. And um, you know, as always, year end donations are always welcome. We uh, we cannot do this alone. There are just unbelievable expenses right now for clients and for our agency. For you know, we're buying extra PPE. We're shoring up the the um, the, the safety and health here for our staff, and also for our community members. So um, so think of community action because uh, there's a lot going on here, Wynn. It's, it certainly sounds, yeah, between housing and food and, and, uh, and heat and electricity. Yeah. Right. <laughs> what else are you going to do? I, I know. I, uh, there's, you know. We'll do whatever it takes is what we're going to do. So uh, we have a really strong team here who's dedicated to this mission, and, and we're moving forward. All right. Well, uh, Carrie, anything else you'd like us to know about community action in Haverhill? Yeah, I'm just grateful for the opportunity to speak, Wynn. And, um, and, you know, there will be hopefully more opportunities to talk about this. But uh, it's important that, that um, community members hear about what's happening on the ground. It's, um, there's a lot of people who are in crisis, and, and we're here to help. That's right. Yeah, a very important part of the uh, fabric of Haverhill. Community action is all right. Well, Carrie, yeah, don't worry about that. Uh, we'll get you back on, and uh, and we'll talk with other folks on your team as well too. Just I to appreciate let, that. Oh, you bet. Just to let everybody know. Um, yeah, as we mentioned, uh, I think Patty Sargent's going to be joining us uh, before you know it, and um, <laughs> and somebody else too. <laughs> oh, Pat Dennehy's coming on from our drop-in center. She's That's wonderful. it. Yeah, yeah. What, you know, what about the the drop-in center? What's that do? So this is a day shelter that we have um, on, uh, at the UU Church here in Haverhill um, where homeless, near homeless um, come in each day. They have access to medical services. They have access to computers. They have, um, we have staff members there who can refer them to um, all sorts of social services that are available in the community. And, um, and it's a place to it's a warm place they can have breakfast a cup of coffee there's some, you know there's clothing there so it's really a a a wrap around um system that that Pat has created she's been there for 40 years and she is just amazing yeah that takes so I'm care looking of, forward to hearing her, her yeah, speak to you yeah so that'll take care of folks uh, during the daytime hours right yeah exactly okay. exactly and the and Mount Washington Alliance i had a chance to uh, chat with uh, Sandra, Christine. Christine. <laughs> okay, and uh, and but she was working with uh, uh, besides the Mount Washington Alliance, she was involved with the with the census at that time. But yeah, so that the, was um, another um, that was another um, initiative that Community Action took on in 2020. There was a lot going on in 2020 when, and um, and she was able to reach out to community members, which, as you might imagine, is not an easy task during a, a pandemic, but. She was able to reach out to them in all sorts of ways and and help to bring up the census numbers for the community, um, especially in areas like the Acre and Mount Washington where numbers have been historically low. She really made a difference there and made sure that each community member was counted and and that's that's the way forward to bring funding into our community and to make sure that our school system is strong enough and has the right infrastructure so she did she did an amazing job this year with that. That's right, because those numbers are, are good for ten years. So you've got to make sure they're right. Yes. Okay. Everyone needs to be counted. That's right. So, um, 
Yeah, that was another thing we did. It's been quite a year. Okay. Well, I'm sure 2021, you're you're gonna get to kick back, put your feet up on the desk, and uh, just have Is a. Is that the theory? <laughs> <laughs> and have a great time. Yeah. Good. <laughs> have a wonderful New Year, win. Hey, you too. Thank you so much, Carrie. Thank and we'll you get guys. you back on before you. I know. appreciate it. All right. Have a good day. You bet, Carrie Perry, the CEO of Community Action in Haverhill, our guest this morning here on the Wave 97.9 WHAV. Wake up with Wynn Damon weekdays from 6 to 9 a.m. on 97.9 FM, WHAV. Catch the wave, W-H-A-V.